0: Started with Scherzer versus Max Freed. I mean, that first game was a statement piece because you had Scherzer going out there breathing fire. And
1: I fucking told you. Did I not fucking tell you guys? You I didn't mean, want to
0: fucking listen to me. I listen. No one here was like, Dallas, you're wrong. Scherzer is going to get fucking rocked.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, no, like no, no one said that. slowly. No one said it that.
0: About. It was going to be. It was going to be a pitching duel where maybe the Braves squeaked one out because the Mets didn't score for Scherzer in his in his return. But I think the biggest fuck you of all wasn't Scherzer, who did pitch amazing in that game. It was Edwin Diaz coming out of the bullpen in the ninth and just undressing the Braves one, two, three CLA to three strikeouts. That was uh that was the statement piece for me, was Edwin Diaz. I don't know if you feel differently, Dallas. Um yeah, I think what Edwin Diaz did is he put a lot of folks, he
1: reminded a lot of folks of what he is capable of when when he is locked in and when this dude is rolling because it, it feels like it's unhittable, right? It feels like he's just like he's throwing baseballs through the target, through the catcher, like the catcher is getting in the way of where the ball should really end up. But his shit is disgusting and this is why it, when you look at what the mets are are capable of on the mound and you think about what their lineup is is capable of doing that's why you just you 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 always go back to well are they healthy on the mound because if they are buddy it, it's fucking not fun it is not fun these dudes can dice and that's going to be the biggest thing in my opinion that they have to take care of, they have to take care of, is getting the ball to a guy like that who, if he's going good, you don't want to overexpose him. You want to try to take care of him down the stretch. And this is where, you know, the Atlanta Braves making up the ground they made up is a really big deal as well because the ability to create safe and soft landing spots for your closer, look, he's your closer, right? This dude's ready for a dogfight. Doesn't matter. He doesn't need to have the pillow top mattress like he can sleep on a fucking cardboard box he's not worried about it. but if you can find a pillow top mattress to let your closer sleep on slash go out and perform on well wouldn't you be interested in doing that fuck yeah you would fuck yeah you would
2: that's probably there that's probably their trade deadline move Maybe a couple more pieces in the bullpen that's he's he's striking out 18 per 9 this season is that all <laughs> that's, that's it that's stupid that's stupid, stupid. He's doing all right. It's ridiculous. what did he shut the door on the on the division and just win the division right there with those three strikeouts? that you're saying, Jared? No, I didn't say that.
1: Ooh, kind of felt like you said. why well, no. I mean, you use the term undress. No, he
2: did undress them. I mean, a huge statement series for the Mets. I mean, that pretty much wraps it up, right? I mean, no. we're all really confident.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, going forward, they lost. The Braves lost two out of three, but they only lost one game uh, coming into play today. They're two and a half back. The NL East is still very much in play. and uh, But someone has to stand up for the Mets on this podcast because I know Joey <laughs> is biased and Dallas is trying to be a Braves honk this year when last year he said they had no fucking chance of winning the World Series and they shut him up real quick. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll just ride their coattails in 2022. No, no. no, no. Uh,
1: I, 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 I don't know. I'm the only one who has defended the Mets on this podcast. I'm doing it I mean. right now. I'm doing it right now. Well, welcome to the fucking party, pal.
2: No, I mean, I... I'm, dude, the Mets are the second best team in baseball right now. Ooh. It's a big gap. Ooh. Do you think so? But there's a huge gap between them and the Braves, but they're second best. No, I don't think so. Have you, you, you realize that there's no, I don't think so. teams, right? <laughs> you know that there's yeah, an kind league. Right? You get that? Okay. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? They're like... They're not the Nationals, the hey, National League.
1: Are, are are the Yankees slowing down?
0: The Yankees actually, like I said, they're not that good. I mean, it, the Red Sox aren't either, but <laughs> for the Yankees are just not that good. Um, you said they were going to break the record for wins this year, bro. Yeah, that's called a jinx and it's working. Are you, are you dumb? Do you <laughs> know how this works? Do you know how any of this works?
1: <laughs> that's okay, how well, this works.
0: See, jinxed them. Uh, yeah, and it's working. They haven't won a game
2: spell on them. Yeah, they lost a series. I think. I, mean, the ra- I think. I don't think it was you. I think it was the Red Sox demoralized them, dude, in those last two games at Fenway. Yeah, because the curse that I put on them. What about my opposite curse? I t- I said their season was over. I mean, I don't think you understand
0: like the 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 demon magic that I have with baseball. I mean, I uh, I tweeted out that the Braves were going to win the World Series in January. Then they won the World Series. I put a curse. The June 28th thing absolutely torpedoed the Red Sox season. I I mean, sometimes I'm still working on it. Like I I haven't read all, like if you buy something and you're so excited to have the product, you just try and figure it out instead of reading the directions. That's me with the demon magic. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I didn't mean to put a curse on the Red Sox, but I was like, all right, fuck. Sometimes it happens. Last year, I said before the season started, I said, if the Red Sox start the season, arbitrary record, 17-10, 17-10, and 10, they're going to make the playoffs. They started off 17-10, and 10, they made the playoffs. So <clears throat> I, uh, I put the Demon Magic Curse on the Yankees. It's just baffling. And they, they just lost the series to the Cincinnati Reds. Their, their untouchable closer, just fucking... He gave up more runs in uh, one blown save against the Cincinnati Reds than he had
2: allowed the entire season. See, that's, that's, that's a bad thing. That reflects poorly on him, or that sounds like a really like encouraging thing to be honest. Yeah, it's it sounded like you know he was having a great
0: year up until then, and now he can't recover. I don't think.
2: And you're speaking about Clay Holmes. Clay I, Holmes, uh, yeah, sorry.
0: former Pittsburgh Pirates reliever Clay Holmes. That's unnecessary. What I'm just saying, he was with the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's, no need. No need to that's
2: great. Did you guys watch were you guys watching the broadcast on ESPN where they're, I don't know, Fox or something, where they're interviewing Jameson and They're like, you've been through so much through your career. Cancer, Tommy John came a this organization. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Joey. I appreciated that fully. I <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. Who said was that who who said it? Was that Ravi that said it? Knox. <laughs> no, no, or uh, oh, it was, it was Fox. God, who was on it? Because I like just the way it was fucking laid out. I was like,
2: "Come on!" I mean,
0: you can make the Fuck. case that that that's all in the same tier of terrible things that could happen to you.
2: Yeah, that's right. The it's Yankees basically like those prison. pirates guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's fucking terminal illnesses, or you know, being drafted by getting the pirates. getting
0: stuck in the pirates organization for over <laughs> the better part of half a def- decade. Um yeah, I went in on Tyon. I'm 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 out on Tyon. I went on in on him on the podcast last night. Wait, you're out on him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking hate him now.
1: Oh wow, that Ooh, yeah. is that's strong. That's yeah. strong. I mean, this is a guy who who showed you your first squat machine. Yeah, who showed you your first squat rack.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he he uh, he unfollowed me on Twitter last uh, before the season started. I don't know. I get it. I, I get it that he unfollowed me on Twitter because he couldn't handle all my tweets about his team and his teammates. Um, I could understand being a pussy to that extent. But then uh, then he unfollowed me on Instagram, which is just personal. Whoa. He unfollowed me on Instagram recently. So that's just like a fuck you. So it's, it's fuck you too now. Jamison Tyon. Fuck you,
1: too. Whoa, I mean, I'm not, why what the... Wh- where's this coming from? Where's this hate coming from?
0: Because he unfollowed me. He, I, I have no respect. I have no respect for people that can't take a joke. Because I never said anything about him. He he sucks. He's, he has been dog shit for his last seven starts. I never said a word about him because I'm like, all right, yeah, he's been on the podcast. Good guy. But now if you're going to take up arms for pussies like Garrett Cole, <laughs> then... <laughs> That I have no respect. Like, if you're gonna get offended on behalf of people that I'm making fun of, and I've I've been nice to you, fuck you, fuck you, Jameson Tyon. We're out on him.
2: I'm gonna oh. follow him right now. I follow. I just followed him.
0: Yeah. I unfollowed. Yeah. Unfollowed. Unf- unfollow him. I bet you he unfollowed you too, Dallas. He's that much of a little pussy.
1: No, I think Jared. I, I think you have something misunderstood about that whole. I uh, no. I, I don't think he unfollowed me. I'll fucking look it up here. I'll fucking
2: yeah, look it up. Look. I hope he did. So you think it was a, it was a spider tech issue.
0: No, I think, I think he was like, Oh, he'd be mean to my friend. Get with, I don't like that. So I'm going to no, unfollow he, him. He doesn't follow he you been. either. He unfollowed you too. No, he follows me. No, he doesn't. Yeah.
1: No, he it's doesn't. So
0: right
1: says right here follows you. Yeah. It's because I liked JT. He unfollowed. I, uh, I sympathize with his, his road. I, I I feel for everything that he's gone through. Yeah, me too. And yeah, well, I mean, Garrett, I I was a fan. Something I, that separates you and I is the fact that well, we'll start here. One, yeah, sure. You know, we we have the whole brotherhood thing going on, but you have <laughs> you have unapologetically fired arrows at
0: at his teammate. So what? It's Garrett Cole. Get join the club. Everyone fucking hates that guy. This is not an isolated incident where, oh, it's just a personal grudge, Jared and Garrett Cole. No one, not even Garrett Cole's parents like Garrett Cole. He's that much of a whiny bitch loser. He's never won anything, never won a championship, never won a Cy Young, never won a beauty contest. He's fucking ugly, and he's a loser. He's a loser, whiny bitch. And if I'm Jamison Tyon... I'm like, dude. I get it. <laughs> like, listen. You guys were great to me. You had me on the podcast a couple of times. Uh, I've been fucking awful, and you've looked the other way on that because you know we're, we were cool with each other. You're gonna, you're gonna get offended because we don't like Garrett Cole. No one likes Garrett Cole. Why are you making that a me thing? No one, Jake. Do you like Garrett Cole? He's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst and and you're going to take that out on me no now every fucking time that you suck which apparently is every time you take the mound I'm coming for that ass Jameson because I had his back forever forever even when he was in Pittsburgh you can go dig up the blogs the old blogs that I wrote I have so many nice blogs about Jameson Tyon had him on the podcast we had a funny little video together thanks for taking the time for coming on the bus now you're off the bus forever don't even come near my yep. bus fuck out of here yep. Yeah! Damn! Dead to me! Dead to me! Damn! Dead to That's, me! You know what? That's flamed.
2: <laughs> Dead to me! And guess who? Guess guess who? Jameson Tyone is facing in his next start. Um. Uh.
0: Nathan Avaldi. I was just
2: talking about the team.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. His next time. Oh yeah yeah. His worst start of the season was against the Red
2: Sox too, because he sucks. So, is it going to be a full out war? Are you going to take it to socials? Yeah, I don't care. The fuck do I care?
0: <laughs> what are you going to do? Unfollow me? You already did. You're <laughs> pussy. <laughs> who cares? Oh, no. You're Am I going to hurt statement. more of your teammates' feelings? Does that mean that we're not going to get Aaron Judge in the podcast now? Uh, who cares? The only the only fucking the only Yankee that was ever cool with us was Luke Voigt. and he went to San Diego to get away from you fucking clowns. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Josh Donaldson's not a real Yankee. He's a he still wishes he was in Toronto. So,
1: yeah, I'm glad you're getting this out. This needed to come out. This, this Yeah,
0: I don't. Easy. I just I have no respect for people. They get that butt hurt for for someone else. If I had a problem with someone, I would just take it up with them. Like, hey, man, you know know how many times that there was like someone on the Red Sox that like if I was like wearing out a reliever and then someone reached out on their behalf and be like, hey, man, like, you know, he's, he's a good guy. Like, you know, you'd like him and blah, blah, blah. You bridge that gap so that you're not wearing him out as much. If someone really felt that strongly about Garrett Cole being a misunderstood great guy, they would reach out. But you know what? No one ever has. Cause they all think he's a pussy too. So it is what it is.
1: I'd, I'd like to take this time to tell you that I believe Garrett Cole to be a decent human being. He's not. And, and I, he's not. And I feel like you, I feel like you should at some point in time, reevaluate your stance. No, <laughs> nope,
0: nope, 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 nope. Absolutely not. I feel oh. I don't feel like super strongly about my stance on Garrett Cole, but no, no, no. there's <laughs> not. There's not much passion there. No, no, not
1: really. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry that you and Jameson have come to a crossroads. That hey, is listen, you know, it's unfortunate.
0: His, to hear his about. social media content sucks anyway. I had to get those numbers down. Um, I, like I look at my social media follows as roster spots and we could have used that roster spot so he he designated himself for assignment. We thank him for his contributions to the organization.
2: Yeah, he very bonds filled in for him. It was a fair trade. Yeah. Wow.
0: fuck him. <laughs> we got less listeners because he came on. <laughs> People saw his name on on the on the episode title and they were like, fuck, all right, I'll catch you next time. So, you oh. you are <laughs> you're unbelievable
1: you're yeah. unbelievable what I cannot I be- I, wh- nothing what did i do nothing nothing what did i do <laughs> I, no, I i just didn't know that that jameson tyon could stir could stir <laughs> your pot like this but damn
2: it's <laughs> I, also pretty funny how you just said like two minutes ago like oh I said the Yankees were good to jinx them, and then to yeah, war on Tyone right before he pitches against the Red Sox. Yeah, good. Fire mm, him, him up a little means- more. You take him off his game. If he gets angry about it, he's going
0: to be out there trying to shove it up her ass. And the next thing you know, it's six earned runs later. What else is new? That's
2: true. It's chess. You're playing fucking chess, dude. Yeah, they don't. They not They can't get in this kitchen. <laughs> I can't watch. I can't wait to watch him pitch against the Red Sox. Now, what is that? Saturday? It's Friday? Tomorrow? Is it today? It's tomorrow? No. Yeah. Tomorrow? Saturday. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's gonna be great.
1: <laughs> that's just gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Sure. Well, okay. James and tie on waking up, causing no problems with anybody. Just trying to do a little housekeeping with his social media. Hmm.
0: I mean, you should yeah. take it personally too. He unfollowed you too. <laughs> he, he did. He did. Dallas. Are you blind? Look at it. No, I'm, I'm look looking it. right now. Where, where's the camera? Over. Oh, it's right. so over there. Jameson Tyon. You go to Jameson Tyon. You click following. You type in D A L. D A L L. He follows Dallas Keichel. He does not follow Dallas Breed. Yeah, that's on Twitter. I'm talking Instagram. He unfollowed you on Instagram. Oh. I,
1: I don't know that he yeah. ever followed me on Instagram. Definitely did. Well, that's a problem. <laughs>
2: Yep. Uh, I'm looking at his follow, following. It's a lot of Fortnite guys.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> well, well, I hope you're... <laughs> I feel better. Okay, good. I'm glad you got that off your chest. <laughs> Thank you. Poor
0: Jameson. It's good to know that I still got it like that. You know? I, <laughs> that, that you can still get fired up? Yeah, I still... Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like I I built my platform on people that I just fucking hated. I feel like that was a lot of my breakthrough bits <laughs> were actually just fits of rage with professional athletes. Um, so it's good to know that I can still get to that deep dark place. Yeah, you're there. You're there. Well, let's let's. I feel let's like I took it. I took it easy on. You. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's 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 pull you out of there. All right. Who are we going to talk about? Shohei? hey, we're going to talk about the Orioles. Can we talk about the Orioles? We talk about the O's. We talk about the M's. The yeah. O's. Ten in a row. So so here's what I want to do. Eleven in a row. Here's what I want to do with this particular uh, subject change. I don't want to combine them because Mariners fans listen to this podcast and they like imagine imagine your team won eleven straight and you still have to be grouped in with another team that isn't even a playoff team. Like you blow them separately. Like this is not a this isn't like a bukkake fest. This is you're not, two you're not skiing right now. No. You're not skiing this. New. Course. No. I think it should be two <laughs> individual uh subjects. How's, how you doing? Yeah. Kims. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> it's 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 two different subjects. And I will say this. Uh yep. I, what did you do? Did you, un- did you unplug your fucking headphones, you idiot? Got him. Okay. <laughs> uh, the last time that this happened, five teams in the same division with a winning record. Never would have guessed this. The 2012 AL East. Like this late into a season, having every team with a winning record. The Red Sox were fucking terrible in 2012. Terrible. But I guess they didn't really start to torpedo until August. The first week of August was when the wheels really fell off. Um, But yeah, we haven't seen this in a decade. Five teams, same division, winning record. But as we saw in 2012, mid-July, mid-July standings don't always uh, hold up. The Red Sox, I believe, lost 93 games that year.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Winning record in july ninety three lost team, but uh, how do we feel about the birds? Are the birds gonna be buyers? are we are we gonna call the Baltimore Orioles trade deadline buyers? This is like <laughs> so it's it's
1: uh it's an interesting conversation to have surrounding the Orioles because for me, it goes bigger picture before you jump into the Orioles and that is isn't this what the extra playoff spot was for this is what it was for chaos it, it was, was for chaos to, is to what well, is to so the team and, and that's the idea is a team that who otherwise would not be in the conversation is now in the conversation well the Orioles are saying well to hell with all that. Like we just won 10 games in a row. Why are we not as viable as an option to be in this wild card race? Even for maybe some of those early spots as some of these other teams. Why do we have to be the big shock? Why do we have to be the big surprise? We got more wins in the second place Cleveland fucking Indians or Cleveland Guardians right now. Well, why, why can't we be considered? Like as the Orioles sit right now, they're in last place in the AL East with a record <laughs> above 500. And they have the same record. They have a better record than the second place Cleveland Guardians. They have the exact oh, same up. run differential. Mm-hmm. So for the Orioles, I know Orioles fans are thinking, all right, hey, this could be a oh, this could be a moment of where we got some of these young guys showing up. And I mean, look, they've been hot. They've, they've had a winning record since Adley Rutschman showed up.
2: June 11th is the date. There's something he has. He his record with the Orioles is nine games over five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think which is insane for the Orioles. What date well, did you he know,
1: get you called what, up? So you watch know? him. You watch him fucking come out from behind the plate, and you watch him in between innings and shit. Like his energy. Like he's brought a youthful. Like he's having fun, and he's playing a position where there's a lot of demand, and you can have personality as a catcher um sometimes you you don't see it a lot because those guys you know emotionally they get beaten down physically they get their ass kicked every fucking day so you you just you don't always show that energy or whatever Adley he does and i think the team feeds off shit like that cedric mullins they 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 feed off
2: shit like that i'll say this like there's no way they buy at the deadline why not Zero chance why not because they're in last place
0: Dude, they could be and in. They could be in a playoff spot by by the All Star break and I'm and the deadline. Line, this, this. The deadline isn't until what August fucking second. Yeah,
2: yeah. They have a two point two percent chance to make playoffs according to Fangraphs. Yeah, I've. I mean, Jameson well, Tion has a all time. two point
0: two percent chance look,
1: look. of what? No, I was going to say before we get into tearing down the Orioles, let's continue to build
0: them. up. I'm trying to build them up. Joey's trying to tear them down. The Baltimore Orioles Spade since June eleventh. Since June eleventh, the Baltimore Orioles are twenty-one and nine. That is tied with the Dodgers for the second best record in baseball, uh, just behind the twenty two and eight Houston Astros. They're a game since and a half 20- out since June eleventh. They've been
1: on a well. They got a ten game streak, right? That started what the sixth of this month. Yes, is that right? The sixth of this month.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So, like, what what would you guys say has been the biggest reason behind this stretch for the Baltimore Orioles?
0: I mean, what do you think? Timely hitting vibes timely hitting. Yeah, like they're not like if you look at the numbers, they're not like blowing you out of the water. Like over this stretch, the, as a team, they're hitting 241 with a 719 OPS. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't done anything particularly overwhelmingly great besides uh when when I've seen them have like, these comeback wins against like the Texas Rangers, like they've just had timely hits. When they've needed a big hit, they've gotten it. Really. It's not like they're bludgeoning teams to death. It's not like they're getting these fucking complete game shoutouts. outs. Um, they've just done the things right that they've needed to do right in the time that they've needed to do them, really.
1: Yeah, they're not that that, that is also I mean, I asked that question because I know what their offense has looked like. To your point, there's not any one dude who's just I mean, Mancini, maybe who's just carrying the team like it's not. This guy's hot as fuck. Look out. Can't let this dude beat us. There's not three guys in the lineup that are doing that. Um, on the mound, they've gotten some good performances. They've gotten some good help, you know, and I think that helps because if you're, if you feel like you're in the ball game, then you're, you're not, you don't have, when you're in last place, there's just a mentality that feels like you're not going to get that two out hit to start a rally. You're not going to work that two out walk. You're definitely not going to get that two out knock with runners in scoring position. It just feels like that shit doesn't happen for you. And when you're in the ball game though, and it's a tight game, it's a tight score, you're close, you feel like, you know what? Hey, fuck, we're only one hit away. So why can't we work that walk? We can work that walk one swing. We could, we could be winning this ball game. Mm. So if you keep that perspective and you're able to get performances on the mound that keep you in the fight, you can get that timely hit. 3.32 ERA, run.
0: fourth in the big leagues. There you go. 3.32 ERA, fourth in the big leagues. I mean, they're not punching guys out like crazy. The strikeouts per nine is pretty pedestrian, I would but say. But this,
1: this, this, this right there, though, this is a beautiful example of what I always say, what I preach is: if you pitch well, you're gonna have a fucking chance. That's why every every year. I mean, I love that baseball is cyclical, and I love that things get prioritized, and you know, the game looks a little different from era to era. Something that will never change is good pitching shits on good hitting. And that makes the ball game that right there. I don't care what your offense looks like. If I've got guys that are hot right now on the mound, I got guys that are dotting shit up on the mound right now, spinning shit like they never have. They're just, they're just unconscious right now. Give me those dudes because the Baltimore fucking Orioles with decent pitching are winning close ball games.
0: Just need to pitch. Um, the question that needs to be asked here during this conversation, and I'm serious; it's not a joke. How much credit are we giving to the Orioles moving their left field wall back to this run? <laughs> how? I mean, I'm dead serious. You're Genius you're fucking. Move. You are. You have the second best record in baseball. You have a winning record in mid-July. You're knocking on the door of that third wild card spot. Would you be doing that? I mean, the, you have the fourth best ERA in baseball over this nine run that you've been on. Would you be doing that if you didn't move the left field wall back? It's a, It's a real question to be asked.
1: You think you think they've just decided to not try to hit homers they're like you know what we're not we're going
0: we're going to go to right field. I mean their their offense would suggest that they're not they're not tearing the cover off the ball. They're pitching well. You pitched in Oakland, Dallas, how much did it help pitching in Oakland where there's so much extra space to catch baseballs?
1: Quite a bit. That helped Quite a, a lot, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. This is where I mean you could and they have it out there. You could look at how many outs are being made in the area in which would be a home run, mm-hmm. could have been a home run, and I'm sure you could go back through those games and see. All right, yeah, here's where, here's where, here's where. You'd be able to figure that out. Yeah, but I don't think that has. I don't think that's the reason why they've.
0: I'm not saying won it's the, the ball. It's not a zero percent chance, but it's 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 a reason. It's a reason. Like, let me ask you this. If you're a lefty and you can hit the ball to all fields, you don't have a ton of pop. when you go to Baltimore, are you now like changing your approach? Like are you trying to to hit that right center gap where normally maybe you you would try and pull the ball or something like that? Like the ballpark dimensions have you changing your approach?
1: Ballpark dimensions can absolutely change your approach. If you mean, look at all these fucking guys who have made their hay
0: in Boston. Pepper in the wall. Anthony Rizzo, who just simply does not do anything but pull the ball. He used to be a nice spray the ball guy, but then he goes to Yankee Stadium. He's like, oh, the fucking wall's right there. I'm just going to start yanking everything. And that's what he's doing. Yep. Well, I mean,
1: Rizzo, Rizzo did that in Chicago because of the approach at the plate, the way he crowds the plate. He's trying to turn outside pitches into middle middle. He's daring you to come in. And if it's out and away... He knows if I want to expand, I feel like I could still go middle with that. I might still even be able to get around it. And that's something that we've seen Rizzo do. I mean, he's, he's been doing that for a while. But yeah, you show up in New York and it's right there. And you're thinking, no, adjustment. What? Why do I need to go the other way? If I run into one, I could hit this motherfucker at a 42 degree launch angle. And I hit it hard enough. It's going out. The idea that this wall getting moved back, uh-huh. it always hurts the offense. Yeah. It always hurts the offense. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be funny to think that moving a wall back helps the pitching staff? Does that does that does that tell you that maybe your you're better positioned and better lined up on the mound in terms of your talent than you are offensively? Like we just changed the dimensions of our ballpark and we're we're winning ball games. Mm. We, we've gone on a nice little run.
0: Mm. Well, at, least with, the se- at least with America's team, our Seattle Mariners, we're not looking at quirky explanations for why they're doing what they're doing. This team, if you watch this team last year, by the way, it's not a lot of Mariners fans. It's maybe like three out of the, the tens of thousands, millions of Mariners fans across, across, across the world. Uh, I got this fucking dude was saying that it was condescending to call them America's team. I was like, buddy, I've been doing that since last year when they were America's team. And then when they weren't performing as well this year, they're like, oh, you're calling us America's team. Stop calling us America's team. Like it's sad now. Like, is it sad now? What about now? You're in a playoff spot. It's almost a fucking all-star break. Some of these Mariners fans, we got to get together on this. We gotta, we gotta have unity. We can't have, we can't have a civil war amongst America's team fans. We need to be a united front. And, and
1: sounds like a divide.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the pro America's team, um, a lot of the pro America's team fans, uh, they're kicking the, the anti America's team fans out of the fan base entirely. Like you're not even allowed to root for the Mariners anymore unless you recognize them as, as America's team. So that's where we're at up here in Seattle. Um, but this team just continues to find new ways to win. They've won 11 straight games. They're now in a tie with the Toronto Blue Jays and we'll get to them in just a second in the situation that they had a rise here in, in Toronto. Uh, but the Seattle Mariners, like when you look at the Orioles, it's a surprise. It's a surprise that they have a winning record. It's a surprise that they're knocking on the door of a wild card spot. But when you look at the Mariners and what they accomplished last year and then what they were able to add both internally and externally coming into this season, if I told you during spring training, that the Mariners would go into the all-star break holding a piece of the wild card puzzle, would you believe me? Everyone would be like, yeah, of course. Of course. Look at what they did last year. And then they're getting a full season of Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. And then they signed the reigning Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, that makes sense that they're in a playoff spot. So the question now uh, more so is, are they able to hang on to this? Are they able to continue this in the second half because they needed to win 11 straight baseball games just to get here?
1: Mm -hmm. I think that they can. I think that they have a decent shot at being able to do so because when guys started performing, you started winning ball games at a little bit better clip than you have all season long. There's no mystery to that. Robbie Ray turns back into the Robbie Ray who won a Cy Young last year. Start winning his starts. Eugenio Suarez, Jesse Winker. They start, they start touching the baseball a little much, uh, a little bit more. Start winning ball games. JP Crawford. Like they're just, there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to continue to play well. They've got an incredible, in my opinion, they've got an incredible bullpen. Andres Munoz. You guys know who the fuck that is? This dude is fucking disgusting. Disgusting. And it is chundos. Chundos. Paul Seawalt. You guys heard me talk about Paul Seawald. He's fucking nasty. Uh-huh.
0: Um, what was Dale his name? Hiss- Bedard? Eric, not, not Eric Bedard. Um, Swanson. Yeah, Eric Swanson. Eric Bedard was that motherfucker that that didn't pay his child support when he came to Boston from the Mariners. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, twenty eleven when the when the Red Sox collapsed, he uh the Red Sox desperately needed help in the pitching department, and Eric Bedard had to step away because he failed to pay child support or something like that. Good stuff. hmm
1: Um, but
0: they've I mean they're they're their young rotation.
1: George Kirby, Logan Gilbert. I mean, they've got they've got guys that can get this
2: done. They've I'm got back guys and guess what else? They also have uh Robbie Ray. They do? Yeah. Did we mention Robbie Ray? Does he lead the world all-time in strikeouts for nine?
1: Uh, this year, right now?
2: Of all time? No, in the career oh, base, all- in the history yes. of baseball.
1: Yes, yes,
2: mm-hmm. So why not? Why? I They are – I'm not trying to shit on the Orioles. I go back to the Orioles. We said we weren't going to do that. But in terms of how they can sustain and actually make the playoffs, I would say the Seattle probably – is I would say over fifty percent. Like, what are their odds to make the playoffs?
0: Fan graphs. Let's see. Fan graphs. Ooh. Let's guess. like this I'm going to say sixty three percent to make the playoffs. I'm going to say forty eight point seven percent. Dallas. Fifty two percent. Fifty two percent. No, 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 no. Huh? no that's not. It. I don't want to say fifty two. I want to say 37. 37. <laughs> Yikes, dude. You just don't believe in us. This, Come on. This man. feels like some AL West bias. Jake, what do you got the, the chances of the Seattle Mariners making the playoffs this year for the first time since fucking 2001? 52. 52%. <laughs> that was my pick. 55.3% according to fan graphs coming into play today. See, I was the closest. Fifty five point three percent. Yeah, my numbers
2: don't. My numbers don't say that. I mean, who (laughs) my numbers don't say that. Who are they really? Who can beat them? I guess it's nobody. The Orioles. What do you think? The Guardians are going to come back like. Well, the oh, can, can we just can we just
1: address this real quick? They're one game up in the top
0: wild card spot, or, or, or the the second wild card spot, right? Mm. You know what's crazy? The fucking the Blue Jays outside of the Yankees, the Blue Jays have the best chance to make the playoffs in the AL East. The Blue Jays are at eighty point three percent. They're tied with the Mariners, and they just fired their fucking manager. The Yankees are at hundred percent. Blue Jays eighty point three, the Rays seventy point three, the Red Sox fifty four point two. They've been the top wild card for the fucking whole season. What the fuck are you talking about? I get I get a bone they to pick got- with these Fangraphs nerds, these, <laughs> these calculator crunching nerds. They got bo- they got boppers, dude. Don't it, don't even say they don't. The I mean the Blue Jays definitely have a great lineup, but they've been very <laughs> underwhelming this year. They have the same record. The Blue Jays have the exact same record as the Boston Red Sox. One team has an 80.3% chance to make the playoffs. The other has a 54.2% chance. That seems like Fangraphs is Canadian.
2: They do seem kind of Canadian, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, they do. A little Canadian. Yeah, (laughs) that does seem a little Canadian to me. Just, yeah, in general, Fangraphs is kind of Canadian. I love Fangraphs, but let's be honest.
0: Dallas, the, you, so, I feel like, you know what? something?
2: Are You just not speaking
0: about the Canadian ties? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, listening.
1: I, I love Canada. I love Canada. I don't know why you guys are fucking sass mouthed Fangraphs right now. Yeah, I love Canada too. I mean, you're, bitter, well, you're
0: bitter, Jared. That it's Canadian. What,
1: what are the playoff odds? You got over, you got over a fifty percent chance to make. Be- <laughs> To make the playoffs,
0: right? I mean, if the Oakland A's had the same chance, had the same record as the Blue Jays, and Fangrass was like, this team has twice as better of a chance to make the playoffs, you'd be like, what the fuck is that, Canada?
1: How many teams have zero percent chance to make the playoffs right now?
0: <laughs> the athletics. <laughs> the athletics, How many the teams? nationals, five, the six Reds. teams. Athletics,
2: nationals. Uh Cubs, Pirates, Bro. Reds. <laughs> Three Rockies. out of the five teams in the NL Central have zero percent chance of the Rockies D-Backs.
1: Even the Royals and Tigers have
0: like a 0.1% chance. Is that what you're telling me? The Tigers have a 0.1% chance, and the Royals have a 0.1% chance.
2: They got pieces, Jared uh, Dallas. They have pieces.
1: Uh, fuck the pieces. <laughs> uh, the, point one, and we can't even fucking sniff a point one. Throw me a point one bone. Come on.
0: <laughs> fuck. Can't even have a point
2: one. I'll give you point two, bro. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Two for 30.
2: But uh, when That's I look two? at the damn... The standings for the A—I mean the AL—is this is what's going to happen to a T? It's going to be the N. It's going to be an AL East plus one team. Yes, and it's Seattle. It's what it feels like. There's no other options. It just seems super obvious. And I think in the Central, I think the White Sox will probably win it.
1: You got the White Sox winning the American League Central.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. Do you have the White Sox winning the division?
2: Yeah, I think. that, Like, what are the odds on that? Because I want to put a big bet on that to counter your Cleveland shit. Um, well, if I you're can using tell you your, this. if you're using your what? Well, Jared's logic that he jinxes people on purpose and he doesn't. He's just a genius. Like, why would you do that to the Indians, there? Like, what what did what did you have against them? Uh,
1: apparently he's got a lot against winning right? money because he plays fucking thirty k on him. <laughs> it was twenty. That was smart. Thirty thousand That was, was 20, fucking it was 20, smart. 20, move. It was twenty.
0: It was smart. move there. Fucking moron. What division were we talking about? The AL Central. The AL Central. AL Central. AL Central. Uh, the Twins plus one hundred. The White Sox plus one thirty. The Guardians plus five fifty. So I can still throw like
2: thirty racks on the guardians yeah. it's exactly what you wanted a cold streak now you get better odds you know double down oh
0: i can do a parlay <laughs> i can do a parlay of uh julio rodriguez put a thousand on him to win the derby and then th- thirty thousand thirty thousand on the guardians to win the central and then the payouts 195 grand
2: can't lose dude I would parlay I'd parlay the twins and the white sox one in the Central. fuck it <laughs> What's the worst that could happen, dude? All right one you... of them loses.
0: Mm. they don't both lose. yeah <laughs> you
2: can't both lose.
0: <laughs> I mean why not? Why not throw some action on there? We've been doing this podcast for an hour and 40 fucking minutes. Yeah, what else we got? We almost done. I mean, I, I thought, thought we starving, I, and I'm ready to. I try. am starving too. I mean, it's it's 11 a.m. here in Los Angeles, but it's uh uh 2 p.m. in my stomach.
1: Right? Yeah, Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Let's get some mac and cheese, Jake. You think I'm they got really that crushed. on room service? Ah, oh, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. We gotta get that, that is that it do, do we hit on everything? Got? I don't know if we hit on everything, Dallas. Do you want to talk about fucking Shohei Ohtani and the, the elite club that he just joined with Nolan Ryan? Uh Shohei Ohtani. What was it since four straight four straight ten strikeout appearances?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: joining Nolan Ryan, only other Angels pitcher to ever do that. Yep. Um and and recently became the first Angels pitcher to drink a blue moon before striking out 10 batters that's what he was doing that's the record that everyone keeps talking about And baseball and beer go hand in hand and blue moon is the perfect stadium companion with its bold flavor bright explosion of color iconic orange slice ritual and authentic ballpark roots by the way dallas when you when you land don't fucking show up at this hotel without a case of blue moon i'm i swear to god dude oh yeah yeah like you better come correct. This is this is a Blue Moon hotel only. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark first created at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. From the first pitch to extra innings, the Blue Moon guarantees a one-of-a-kind beer experience every fucking time. We're going to have some Blue Moons this weekend. Uh, what day is today? Today's Friday? Today's mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah, maybe, maybe Jake and I will step out and... Uh, We'll do some lunch and some Blue Moons with the boys because I don't think we have anything to do after this, right? We're 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 free for the rest of the day. We're picking up credentials. That's it. That's it. I'm going to pick up credentials and some Blue Moons. Talk do about it. a productive day. <laughs> From its refreshing flavor. Yeah, I'll get you some Blue Moons. From a refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian White is one of a kind beer and it's made brighter every single fucking time. You know that. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get Woo. something that's one of a kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful, hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon. You get it, Dallas? Got it. Jake, what's uh, what's the moon today? Uh, it's a waning gibbous. Oh, waning gibbous. Oh, waning gibbous. Break out of your same old beer slump. Blue Moon Belgian White is one of a kind every time. Get Blue Moon Belgian White delivered uh, by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon, made brighter, celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Um, Joey, uh, so, is is Blue Moon your beer choice? That's all I drink, Brad. <laughs> That's all I drink, Brat. Uh do you pack your own do you pack your own suitcase when you go on trips like this? You got your baby girl to do it or what's up? I pack my own. Yeah, you do. You pack any outfits that you're uh you're excited to debut,
2: or is this kind of just throwing a bunch of clothes in the suitcase and seeing what's up? Yeah, I got like uh, no outfits. <laughs> so I'm not really excited about any outfit I own. Okay. All right. So maybe that's on the to-do list. Yeah. To buy an outfit.
0: Well, you're 24. I feel like this is more of a question for Dallas. Are you are you debuting anything? You debuting <laughs> anything you've been working on uh for the All-Star game? I I got not one but two pairs of sneakers that I've never worn before that I've I'm debuting on this trip. Uh
1: no, you know what? If my if my cowboy boots get home in time, I may just wear I may just come dressed up as a fucking cowboy. Why didn't I no
0: no 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 save it? Because i <laughs> I spent six hundred dollars on fucking cowboy leather and all this shit, and I didn't bring it with me. If you had told cowboy me what? that, huh? Would you you spent what six hundred dollars okay. on cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and a leather vest?
1: <laughs> How, what kind of boots did you get?
0: Uh, I don't know. They're not. They're not gator. They're just black leather. I don't know. Like, you don't know the brand? No. We just went to like a leather shop in Boston, me and Millar.
1: You took you. I feel like he should have taken you to a better place and he made you buy them.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, I wanted, I wanted to buy like a cowboy oh, getup. I- oh i thought he like took you to go do that he did he was there i said yeah, I "But see-
1: I it, it, it wasn't him going hey jared you know what we're gonna do today yeah what do you got you got anything yeah got nothing? it was me I'd being like, like hey
0: show cow. me the ropes with right i want to be a cowboy yeah so he's like all right i'll show you i can i can go with you and point some shit out and that's what he did there you go got cowboy boots um cowboy like hat they, leather vest. you said they're just standard leather
1: there's no like there's no they're not lizard they're not they're not gator they're not croc
0: no they're not ostrich they're not, uh, ostrich. No. They're not cactus no uh, i got a nice pair of ostrich ostrich is is expensive as fuck yeah I'm depends funny. on the part i i learned so much so many new things uh it depends on the part of the the animal too oh yeah uh-huh. yeah it's not just like oh these are these are Gator. It's like, oh, these are Gator no. asshole boots.
1: <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah, you got to yeah spine. Like you get the, you know, you get the back. Yeah, and you, the the way that those are cut right on the toe, you mm-hmm. get the fucking raised rivets all up the toe in the front of the boot. It looks really fucking cool.
0: Yeah, I don't know when our next trip would be. Probably the World Series or the playoffs or something. But I spent two hours in a Cavenders yesterday. What is that? Boot shopping. Ah. Why are you a boot guy? Because you, you played in Texas? I've always been a boot guy. I've always had boots. I've never seen you
1: I've never seen you wear boots. No. I, you, there would never be a reason for me to wear boots in anything we have done. Yeah.
0: Well, save it. Like- save it. Don't don't bring that shit out unless it's uh. Right. I'll I'll wear it too. I and we gotta get Joey some fucking cowboy boots. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what you do when you
0: go to l a is you you get fitted for a fucking you get your cowboy outfit going yeah also they're not as they're not as uncomfy as you would think uh, the only the only advice that I would give for first time cowboy boot people is uh you you're probably going to wear want to wear baseball socks because they just the top of the boot just cuts up your leg where it ends well yeah, you have boot socks, yeah, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> well, now you know yeah now i know but yeah outside of outside of that thumbs up on on boots
1: i'm glad we have this talk
0: yeah so next time um any final thoughts
1: uh final thoughts shohei otani's last six games 0.45 era mm-hmm. 146 is the batting average against uh 39 and two-thirds innings over those six games, just 58 strikeouts, that's all. Uh, opponents are slugging 175 against Shohei Ohtani, And during that time on the mound, uh, he, he also hits. I, I know you guys know that, um, but he's just hitting 293 uh, with a 403 on base and a 594 slug. That's good for a 997 OPS, eight homers, 24 RBIs,
2: during that time as well. So, just... Season ends today, yes or no? MVP? No,
1: yes, a resounding yes. A resounding what vote the for fuck Show are you him, on matter. if you think it's anybody else? I love it. I love this. Is This is, much like I said with Otani the first time around, whether you like it or not, if you vote for him, you're telling the world how you are defining the V in MVP. How you look at him and what he's done you're telling people that that right there that's how i'm defining the v so that's going to come up again this year if aaron judge who like i i said what aaron judge is 15 homers away from from what vlad did last year uh slugging right around the same right now on base slightly behind vlad but let's say judge hit 60 let's say the yankees Obviously, win the division and blah 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 blah. Well, remember, everything after getting to the postseason, right? The MVP votes are already in. Correct. <coughs> the MVP votes are already in. So whatever you do in the post, like that, it's not going to matter. That's not going to matter. So you can, you can figure out what this thing looks like right now. And let's really ask ourselves: all things being equal, Yankees going to the postseason. Now we got to ask. The one important question, if Judge hits 62 home runs simply because of the lore behind it and his team goes to the postseason, how many of these people that voted for Otani last year in the face of the season that Vlad had would just jump ship and vote for fucking
2: Judge? It's not as cool. And people have hit 60 home runs before. But nobody sits
1: 62 in a Yankee uniform.
2: fuck.
1: What? Who
2: cares if he's on the Yankees?
1: Everybody. A lot of people. Joey, I don't know if you're familiar with the people who vote on the awards for our game. But there's a strong, strong contingency that reside on the right side of the country. And their favorite teams is one of the two over there. <laughs> a lot of those people. And that's where the conversations and the narratives are driven is on that side of the country when it comes to baseball. So I'm going to be really interested to see how this plays out because we know what it all looks like. Yankees win the fucking division. Check that box. So now let's just get down to the season that Aaron Judge could potentially have and let's lay that out. And then you go ahead and lay out what Shohei Otani is doing. And if you're telling me at the end of all that, it's judge and he doesn't hit 62 or it's judge because he hit 62. Wow. Really? Like that's all it took for you to, for you to look at the game's greatest baseball performer and just be like, yeah, but it's not that cool anymore. It was cool. The first time we saw it, but now it's old news. Really? That's the society we live in though, where a guy like Shohei Otani could show up and blow your grandpa's fucking mind. Blow your mind. And then in a calendar year, you are already over it. Why? Why? doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's got to be Shohei. And it's not about like loving the dude. It's just, who's your favorite player? I've always said this. Whoever your favorite player is, now just attach the offense of Otani to him if your favorite player is a pitcher. Or attach the The pitching to your favorite player, if it happens to be a guy like, oh, I don't know, Aaron Judge or (laughs) Vlad Guerrero. Just don't lie to yourself. And when you say it out loud publicly, you're just like a fucking idiot. That's all I got. (laughs) We out.